Hey everyone, you're listening to Heaving Bosoms, the podcast where two friends recap romance novels while commenting, guffawing, and staying connected. It's the end of hiatus. We're back! We schemed some new things while we were gone, including offering cameos. So check out our website if you want us to send goofy, loving messages to one of your nearest and dearest. But I have to say, it's been too long. So let's celebrate being reunited by jumping right into the episode. Here we go. You look so confused. It's because I made you small so that I can look at you and like, it's just like, it's you, you know, that's just, that's just like you just always making me small. I don't understand what you're talking about. What do you mean? I mean, I mean, so that I can look at you without it looking like really fucking weird on the video. I see. Yeah. I have to drag you to like very near the camera. That's exactly Mm -hmm. what I've done. But because of that, the record button is like hidden and it's. It's Preaching like to the choir. I completely understand away. now. I know. <gasps> Hello. And Hi. Hi. We're back from hiatus. We're back from hiatus. How was your hiatus? Great. Yeah. Yeah. It was really great. I mm-hmm. wish I could tell you that, like, I read all these books that I wanted to read because I had no. a list, but then I, d- I just didn't but read yeah. any books at all. No. Sometimes you just have to take a Wait, list. Wait, I should take that back. I beta read some books. And then also like I neglected to beta read some books. So if you're out there, I'm sorry, Mm -hmm. but I'm getting there. I have done some reading. Yes. I have done some reading. I bet. Wait, no, wait, we should do the embrace first. (gasps) We have some people to embrace. Um, Are you ready? It should not surprise you at all that we just straight up skipped some people on the reading embrace episode. (laughs) I'm not convinced that that's actually what happened. I think at least one to two of them is what <laughs> happened. <laughs> All right. So are we ready? And yes, some I'm of ready. y'all are just late as fuck. Yeah. Some okay. of you are late. Some of you, you we forgot. Embraced. We're not going to delineate between them. We're not. We're not. So, Sorry. you know, you can hide in plain sight. Yes. All right. So the first one is Marlene M. Marlene, Marlene M, we're so sorry we forgot you or that you're late. Or that you're late. Either we're way, so come into our bosom. Come in here. All right, Stephanie VB. Stephanie VB. Hey. Tina C. <laughs> Tina C. You are embraced. Embraced. It's cuddle times over here. Get in here. here. Roxanne R. Snuggle up. Oh. It's a two-way hug, three-way hug. Wow. And finally, <laughs> Sarah P. <laughs> Sarah P. Sarah P. We, did, yeah. we just got you this week. We did. Sarah P. Whoa, I thought we weren't. Oh yeah, but it's funny. It's funny when it's when it's February. I'm sorry, it's Sarah really P. Funny. I'm gonna call yeah. you out. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's not a call uh, out. Frankly, I'm proud of her for like even getting around to it ever. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. I just think it's. It, I think it would be fun if every year for the reading embrace, we not only shouted out the first person to complete the embrace on the last which is one. like second of January, but yeah, also yeah. who came in dead last after after the race had already packed up and left. I we like it. Love it. You're like that cake song with the race in the car. That's the, the one. Car. You know the one? Yeah. You know, I know what I'm talking one. about? Yeah. I do. <laughs> yeah, you're like that. <laughs> okay. What have I read, Erin? Do you want to hear? I would love it. Okay. 
So I had to read for bonkers, obviously. Mm. So like people know what I read for that for the most part. However, it also sent me down a couple of rabbit holes. So the first one is that I finally got to read more of the Monsters series from Lily Maine. The -hmm. first one is that smoke monster. Yes, I do recall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the second one is his purple friend, his purple best friend. And he's got... He's got a prehensile tail that also has a blade at the end. Uh Uh-huh. And so not only is Uh there tail play, it's danger tail play. And it's like that purple boy from Monsters, Inc., right? No. It's Mm. a hot humanoid big boy. But is it... A little bit like that purple boy from Monsters, Inc. Or no? boy? Which is the <laughs> yeah, purple the boy? The villain from Monsters, Inc. No! Inc. No, he's not I'm lizardy. Sorry, that's what I imagined. <laughs> sorry. All right. No. I'm just going to let you talk. He's more like a Messica, but purple. You know, okay, like with, that, with okay. less ridges and stuff. Okay, but right, he's got okay. horns. He's got that prehensile tail, but it does have that knife on the end. So, and so not. That's a not. no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. That's fine. I was Randall. just holding up a picture of Randall from Monsters Inc. Not okay. that I want that. In fact, in a romance, Eden. You well, see that I mean, chest? Do you didn't see, see Randall's torso. Let me find chest. a better. <laughs> you show me Randall's torso. <laughs> I bet I can find a weird, sexy drawing of Randall from Monsters, Inc. before we're done here. (laughs) If there is, we're going to post it on the Patreon. Not that I want a sexy version of that. It's just maybe I... Listen, maybe we do, though. I don't know. Maybe we do, though. (laughs) I guess it depends. Yeah. It depends. He is like the biggest, most open-hearted cinnamon roll, the monster is. And then the hero is like a really cynical, just like fucking asshole to him for a Mm -hmm, good mm -hmm. like i don't know 15 or 20 percent of the book it's pretty fun we also get to see more of danny and win which is really cool oh it's so good it made my heart sing what did you find i found (laughs) something i didn't like at all (laughs) (laughs) i found something i didn't like and i didn't understand i don't understand it i don't like it i don't even understand what's going on there what is that a randall like 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 I balloon ca- animal, but kind of but like a cartoon sea monster, but like <laughs> but like extra arms and like a huge bedonk, and oh, one of got the bedonks is squeezing the or the, someone in the arms is squeezing that bedonk, and then like the, a huge tail, and part of the tail kind of looks like a vagina, and then there's a big oh tongue, and I don't know why, but then Aaron. also eyelashes, which makes me think it's like a feminine version. Um, it's an envy one. I like it. Yeah, you should you should email that to us or or text it to me as soon as possible, and that will go on our Patreon. It's not, it's not we what I wanted. Credit it's not what artist. I wanted, but I I <laughs> applaud whoever does want it. Yeah, anyway. and it could be something that somebody else wants. That's what I'm saying. I, I applaud you if that's what you did want. Then, yes, I read the Reek, which is like the third book in that monster oh, oh, okay. series. Yes, okay, and it's oh man, it's a big trauma, big trigger warning. This one has been tortured for like fifteen years. Okay, Ooh. he's Ooh. been had he's been had by that army, That's and they've not been kind. Yeah. And so then he gets we get to see how non military people live out in the wastes. Mm. It's really fun, and there's like a surprise because 
everybody's like terrified of this dude and the hero can't like the other hero can't figure out why because he's like the sweetest thing that's ever walked the planet except that if you come for his mate oh he's like a huffle yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. if you come for his mate yeah he turns into like like a 50 foot fucking like hawk of death with with one of those goblin shark faces you know what that reminds me of is that what? the girl in the um what oh, the, we're gonna go on a journey here are you I ready love it. are you ready I'm to so come ready. with me i am okay. i've got my picnic remember, basket and everything <laughs> remember the book we read that had the marine heroine that did die and come back to life with her pit bull and fought people with her boobs out what? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Are you here yeah, with yeah, me? Yeah, yeah, I'm yes. with you. I'm yeah. with you. Yeah, Wings. that was a Shelley Lawrence. Lawrenston. There you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. <laughs> so remember that Shelley Lawrenston that wasn't that one, but was maybe mm-hmm. like the third one that mm. had this quiet girl. And I think her name started with a J. And maybe. she was very quiet. But then she <gasps> yes. went into rages and she yes. became like a like a rage monster. Yes. And she had also been tortured or had some kind of a trauma. I believe she had been grown up in a death cult. Something, yeah. There was or, something or, like I, that. Yeah, there, and it was, there was a sexual component, too, that was really rough, I think, yeah, it was, if it was I remember bad. Yeah, it wasn't fun. But, yeah, it sounds kind <laughs> of the same of, like, you know, it's trauma nice. and then, like, a quiet boy and then, like, has a monster inside. Yeah. Boy, does he straight up murder, like, 75 people in a go. It's All incredible. Younglings? Were they younglings? They weren't younglings. Oh, Thank good. goodness. Ooh, I hate it when the hero starts murdering younglings stops being able to act a lot well. of them were innocents though they hadn't oh. done a goddamn thing so oh, that's rough. <laughs> well you can't help right. it you know let's see i read a ruby dixon i read a sam secret which was uh-huh. really good we finally found out what the fuck was going on with sam and it was excellent did he have a secret she did yeah oh she have a secret hey yeah. what what which ones are which one is that one? Oh, that's an ice home Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not yet through The Initiation by Nikki Sloan, which we mm-hmm. are recapping on Bonkers, but I didn't read it. And so I read it after Jenny recapped it for me. And like, holy fuck balls. It is a contemporary that will like sizzle your brain and your pants off. <laughs> my brain sizzled off listen i uh, I want it sizzled but i don't want it cooked like one of those 80s drug commercials you know what you have a more resilient brain than i do oh do i I feel like you'd be fine (laughs) (laughs) i read the chronic by kenya gory bell and it's really really sweet and wonderful the hero the heroine is neurodivergent she is a sensory seeking autistic woman Mm-hmm. And he is the rock. He's like the biggest megastar on the planet. And it's friends to lovers. You mean Dwayne the Rock Johnson? That's the one. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. He's basically that guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. What else did I read? I read Invisible Goddess because I was on Smart Bitches Trashy Books. And that was really fun. So you can hear everything I thought about that there. What else did I read? <gasps> Holy shit, Aaron. Yeah. So we read a demon book by Harley LaRue for Bonkers. And mm-hmm. so I just dove head first mm-hmm. into the second book in that series which was her soul for revenge I think okay heard, what was the first one called her soul to take yes i've heard about that one <laughs> why because you did an episode on it why I'm did pretty, I, why I, mean, have I heard this it just came out when we recorded well, maybe this. i it saw just some okay maybe i ago. saw something okay all right maybe. okay tell me okay there okay 
So it, it's like a pretty stri- standard setup. The girl has been almost sacrificed by a death cult. She does get away, though. And then she goes on the run because now, like, beasties who work for the death god are coming for her. So, like, two years later, this demon that had flirted with so her. So, wait, she was in a death cult and then there, no, no, it no, turned no. out. No, 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 she wasn't. Uh-uh. Oh. They just oh, the they death grabbed cult, her up. They captured her. That's the one. Okay, and then the death cult did believe in a death god that did want her. So, like, can we just take a moment to, like... The deep one. Ooh. Um, Wait, she's the deep one? No, the deep one is the death god. Oh, okay, I was gonna say, like, let's table that, that she's the deep one. (laughs) Um, But, like, so there was a death cult, Mm. but, like, low-key, like, they were right, it sounds like. (laughs) Like, Oh, no, they're completely right. Yeah, I kind of like that. I mean... Usually, you know, IRL, your your standard death cults turn out to be like womp womp. Like, oh yeah, it's just like today. a narcissist with a yeah with a control and murder. I, can't, I have a little bit of respect for a death cult that like <laughs> that had it right. <laughs> yeah, fair. You know, yeah, mad they, respect. Like, I don't like that correct. they tried to kill her or whatever. Yeah, yeah. They they shouldn't. They're wrong about bringing this god back though, because they think that oh, they'll they be want the to bring him ones. back. Yeah, they're trying to bring this god, resurrect this god. They think that. If they they do it, then, Mm -hmm. like, they will be spared, and, like, Mm -hmm. they're super not going to be spared at all. The god Mm -hmm. gives no fucks about them. No, that that happens, like, all the time. Right? Like, you bring a god back, and you're like, aren't you thankful? And then that god is like, no, like, I'm going to eat you. Where is my gold star? Yeah, like, you're the first thing here for me to eat. Yum, yum. Thanks. Thanks so much. Gods don't care about us. I know. You really got to watch out. It's like one of the best shows ever made, The Magicians, which all of you should watch. And I still, I can't, I can't believe none of you have. It's so good. Wow, The Magicians. Okay. What else did I read? Oh, oh, so the, mm, wait, in the first third of the book. So wait, I'm sorry. What happens? Yeah, no problem. So the demon is like, hey, survive. And uh, I'll see you later. Like, does the demon... Is the demon like a associated man. with death god or no. like, what's his demon hierarchy? hates gods because gods. gods are shit. He's yeah. fallen from all the gods. Yeah, he's like fuck gods, okay. you know? Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's like, hey girl, if you're like sexy enough to survive, I'll see you soon. Mm-hmm. So two years later, like in the first, I swear, like two chapters of the book, she straight up murders a man in a bar brawl it's amazing yeah uh, yeah for reasons or is she just out yeah. there bodyguarding no no he's <laughs> no he's done a big attack on her okay like it's not great and so okay. she does murder right. him in the face like, i don't i've lost a little love for this heroine <laughs> jesus <laughs> okay but then she does finally like decide to give her soul to this demon and in return he's gonna help her take down death cult okay but mm-hmm. also, mm-hmm. there's, like, sex that is going to happen. <laughs> I okay? imagine that once somebody else has your soul yeah. and you mm-hmm. have sex with them, mm. it's good. Oh, I imagine that that's I'll tell hot. you what. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Right, oh, okay. boy. And it's, like, so extra super hot because she is not only into pain but she's also into like non-con play and so what is that sorry consensual non-consensual okay got it okay got it consensual Mm -hmm. non-consent right Mm -hmm. and so Mm -hmm. like their first 
one of their first sexual encounters, he's like, run then. And so she runs and he's like, fight me. And Mm -hmm. so she fights him and it is consensual non-consent to the point that Mm -hmm. she stabs him with a knife. That see that goes too far. No, not for him because he is a demon. He's got a different style body. Oh, he's a mortal demon, so it's not like an Angelina Jolie type stab. It's a different kind. No, it's a hot. Google that, listener, if you don't know what that was referencing. Please do. Okay, (laughs) she stabs him, and he's like, "Oh God, that's so sexy!" And then he does fuck her real good on the on the forest ground in the rain. Okay, (laughs) and then like they do take down that death cult. So well, maybe I'll read H-E-A that. all the way around. Maybe that's something I'll read. Yeah, I used I to like read a lot should. of demon books. It's so, so good. Oh, hey, HBs. I don't know if you've heard, but we have a Patreon. For as little as $5 a month, you get over 150 bonus episodes, most of which include Aaron, videos of regular episodes, author hangouts, and so much more. Do you want to hear Aaron and I recap every single episode of Crash Landing on You? What about a little film called Psycho Stripper? Do you want more recaps of ridiculous Thanksgiving and other holiday books and movies? And how do you feel about Naima Simone and I recapping amazing reality TV? All of that and more is on the Patreon. There's so much content at your fingertips as soon as you sign up. Seriously, hours and hours. Anyway, it's patreon.com forward slash heaving bosoms podcast if you want to check it out. And of course, that link is in the show notes. Keep being a badass. What else have I read? I read a Lisa Kleypas I had never heard of called Prince of Dreams. What's that one about? It is about Is that the gorilla book? It's not that I've seen. Wait, gorilla book? There are many aminals in it. (laughs) But it's more (laughs) tigery. There's also a chimp. There's a chimp. No, we were talking about that book where the gorilla kills Mm. her husband and then the twin brother Mm. comes. Anyway, that was the book we were talking about. Okay. Is that Elisa Kleypas? I don't know what it is. I just know it's a historical. (laughs) No. Okay. This is about a super tall heroine who, like, can't get a guy because she's tall and she takes no shit. Mm. Except that she does get a guy, but... He, her dad thinks he's a fortune hunter, and so he mm. super hard knows it. And meanwhile, there is an exiled Russian prince who has been there and has known her since she was 13 years old and has had a hard-on for her <laughs> since she was 13. He's just been drawn to her for some reason or another. And what he, like, year is this? Know. 1877, me thinks. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's, anyway. a, that's a great time to enter the, the so Russian monarchy. She, Just uh, get right in there. It's going to be, uh, I mean, it's gonna be gets, fine. It's fine. It's fine. He gets hard tortured and exiled as fuck. So, mm. you know. So he's already exiled? Yeah, he's gonzo. He lives in oh, England now. so she's not going to like. No. no. Okay. All right. I was just like, I only like <laughs> HEAs and I did take Imperial <laughs> no. Russia 1, 2, and 3 in college. <laughs> okay. They All do right. okay. not okay. honeymoon in Russia's. Ooh, not at the ice that castle mm-hmm. the Empress Anna made. All right. Okay. All right. Keep going. <laughs> we have to write a romance novel that is that story. That is what? They made it. It's it's called Frozen. 
Like, <laughs> oh, stop it. No, there was that other did, one did, you did, told you know me about. That Elsa was was based on Empress Anna. That's what I mean. Yeah. But like romance. But like a romance novel? With fucking. I don't. And Elsa is the heroine who fucks. Okay. All right. Instead like, of Anna, you know? Yeah. Okay. And then okay. like Kristoff can still be there. You know, that's yeah, like I just, a B plot. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, so Kristoff already is a B plot in the in the actual movie. Not in my heart. Nor oh yours. my gosh, I found my kryptonite last Tell night. Me everything. And it is it is video clips of Jonathan Groff as Seymour <gasps> in Little Shop of Horrors. <gasps> I didn't know these existed on the internet, but they're out there and you can Holy find shit. them. Those are that's that's a Venn diagram that I didn't know I needed crossed. I love Little Shop of Horrors, <laughs> you guys, too. and you know I also love Jonathan Croft. I love Jonathan Croft. If you follow me on Jonathan Twitter, Croft. you know. <laughs> yeah. Not um, only do I love hmm. him, I do love Little Little Shop of Horrors, and I fucking love a carnivorous plant just in general. <laughs> You know, <laughs> your, your favorite character is Audrey Tim. <laughs> love a carnivorous plant. I fucking love those love Venus flytraps. Oh. <laughs> Feed me, Seymour. <laughs> the sexy hero for you is the carnivorous plant. <laughs> oh my gosh, that should be a romance novel where that Seymour and Audrey Tim fall in love. And she, like, devours him, but he likes it. Like a vor romance. Yeah. <laughs> Why are we like this? Why did it, When did our brains break? Remember when we started this podcast? And here we are now. It's only made us better. <sighs> Someone recently said to me, like, how can you be so into Jonathan Groff? Because he's gay. So, like, you wouldn't have a shot with him. And I'm like, I don't have a shot with him. I have, I have exactly the same amount of shot with him if yeah. he's gay or straight. Yeah. The man's a celebrity. Like, what? <laughs> I don't know him personally. That's such a weird thing to say. Anyway. All right. Anyway, so he's a Russian prince, an exiled one. And she thinks, like, he basically hates her until she's mm-hmm. around 20. And then he's like, she will be mine. And so he makes that dude fuck off. Mm -hmm. Then he uses her heartbreak to seduce her. And then he's like, why don't you just like low key marry me? You know, like we can be friends who fuck and or like have, high key, like, all high, of my high key marry me, all high key, yeah. like legit marry highest, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> the highest key. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so. She does, and mm-hmm. he's a heartless, terrible, because he's terrified of letting anybody close to him because he Dang. had some big All losses. torture, yeah. And he's then he big was a boy. Many tortures. Yeah, I love oh. this book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I know you so do. you just read this for fun, or you read this for bonkers, or what? I don't know yet, because okay, 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 I okay. did read it for bonkers. The recording didn't work out, and I mm. don't know when it's going to be rescheduled. So, see, like, who knows? Okay, so you had, like, an author on, or, like... How how do I figure out a way to read this book <laughs> and have time to read it? That's what I want. This is what I want. I want a professional um, way to have to read this book so that I can. I know. You mm-hmm. can read this book. And then when we reschedule with the guest, you come on. Who's the guest? I don't want to. No, I don't want to crash somebody's party. Nah. You like the person. I can't say it out loud, though. Oh, okay. All right. I wasn't yeah. afraid that I disliked the person. I was just afraid that I was like barreling into a room that I wasn't like, you know. No, you've been into. in the room before. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Anyway, so 
okay, he like emotionally tortures her accidentally, yes. kind of. God, I love it. Because <laughs> because he's like, let's get down, let's do the boogie time in the horizontal places. Ooh. And then he's like, oh God, no cuddling, don't touch me, I will not let you get close to me. Like, you, I am an emotional island. And so he goes like real hot and cold all over the place. Aaron is rocking love him. back and forth. Love it, love him. I know, mm-hmm. I know. And then mystical shit starts happening, okay? There's Masking. mysticism. What's happening? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> almost. No, so they start getting a painting restored. And uh, this is starting every, to turn for me. Yeah, uh, I know. Every I, time, like, more you, of the painting gets shown, like, no. he starts getting tingles in that part no. of his body. And is then, he Dorian Gray? Like, I don't like this now. <laughs> no, <laughs> turn to turn for me. Shut up. I don't want to do it So anymore. she finds out that he did make her bow fuck the hell off. And so she's big mad at him now because she's like, magic you painting? manipulated me. No man, this is this is you know, similar. Like, well, I'm like, sorry, you really dropped a real Chekhov's magic painting there. And then <laughs> yeah, if you took let a me turn. get to the next sentence. All right, so okay, she's right, big sorry. mad, and they're fighting hard, and she's like, "I never want to see you again. Never touch me again." And so then he goes inside, and the the painter is like, "Hey, look, see, I did it, and it looks just like you." And he looks at a portrait of himself in old timey pants. And then he does faint the fuck off, and then he wakes up in 1707 Russia. (laughs) And then part three is in 1707 Russia, where he relives a myth of his ancestor that we've heard about earlier in the book, in which he marries his wife, who lived in 1707 because it's Dos Doppelganger times. And Ooh. he, and be, I know, and because it's of Elena this. It's Gilbert? Yeah. Yes. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> and so he then, like, like does, he, like, goes hard and just falls in love with her. And he's like, you know what? Fuck everything. I don't even know if I'm going to be able to get back to my old wife. Sure, also, this is my sure. wife. It's just, like, different times, maybe, like, different bodies, same bodies. And so he just goes all in, learns how to love. And then they get separated by Russian tragedy. Okay. And he gets executed and then he does wake up and he's like, I love you down to your soul and I know how to love and I do want to love my illegitimate child that I forgot to tell Aaron about. And <laughs> I... it had me, you know, it like it really had me. Um, and then it did. It took a few turns. And um, it lost me. It lost. It lost me. And I'm glad I didn't have to read two thirds of it to find out. <laughs> well, then there's some suspense times at the end. Of course, yeah. Because well. they're sort of a Chekhov's angry ex. <laughs> sure, so, sure. Anyway, I read that, and that's and a that's lot a, of things that I read. That's a Clapis book. That's a Clapis. It's a 1995 Clapis. I know. I vintage times. I I just I just. <laughs> That's like, that's when you could do things like act two time travel. <laughs> See, it sounds like act three time travel. Well, only if you're talking four acts, you know, and I guess okay. there's four parts, but like yeah. act one, act two. Whew. Yeah. Well, I wish you the best of luck in your <laughs> endeavors. <laughs> it's so good. It's sexy from start to finish, man. <laughs>
And he gets to fuck his wife in two time zones, you know? You know, this do- this does kind of scratch the itch of how much I always wanted uh, Elena and Damon to end up together and Stefan and Catherine to end up together. Yeah! <laughs> I don't know why they didn't do it. Because I felt like he could have been her morality chain and it could have oh, worked. It really um, could have. He could have changed of her. what did happen. Wow. Yeah, it was rude. Wow, was her. that a choice? Mm-hmm. But no, it doesn't quite scratch that itch enough for me. <laughs> Anyway, so that's what <gasps> Melody read over hiatus corner. Well, that's a that's great. Yeah, I wish I had more things to tell you about. I didn't read anything. <laughs> Don't worry I've just about been it. like, I've just been like watching Olympics. Well, yeah, as you should. I read my friend Karen Kylie's book for beta reading, and mm. that was very good. And yeah, I'm so I just took a break. I just took an actual that's really good actual break. That's really good, Erin. I you guess. You needed it. Yeah. You deserve it. And mm-hmm. I'm happy for you. Okay, but you know what we can do right now? What? Listener emails. Because we got some doozies. Oh, okay. I thought you were out of things to talk about. Okay, cool. No, are you kidding? Ha! No. Okay. I told you I had an outline, man, and I meant I it. Yeah. Okay. okay. So one of them, did you happen to be able to read the article I sent you earlier, the Atlantic article? About the geeses? Yeah, the gooses, the geeses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because Rebecca L. did us a solid. And we she got, sent you in. Guys, we got a lot of goose responses, generally speaking, on in the Facebook group, mm-hmm. on Twitter, via the email. If you recall, we talked about in Single All the Way. I have literally no idea. I think it was Single All the Way okay. because we were talking about that weird tree that you used to sneak to in the woods. Yeah. So it, it went from Kathy and Jimmy's tree in that movie to the weird tree in the yeah. woods that you that would used sneak to dress to, up for different holidays. To, to me gooses. talking about the gooses dressing up for different holidays. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the thread and I think it's in that episode. I like it. Anyway, Aaron wondered if it was um, an overall phenomenon or no, not. No, I just, I, I know that oh. it is. Because oh, every sorry, time I tell somebody this story about the gooses, uh-huh. some people are like, that's fucking nuts. And then some people are like, yeah, gooses. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I'm crazy for thinking that it's nuts. And all of those people are between 40 and 105. Yes. And they are all Midwestern women. Indeed. <laughs> and I'm not trying to say 40. 40 is just five years older than me. Like, I think it's just like. A little older than me, people right. know what this phenomenon is. Well, right. I really liked the article. It it does a lot of things. It does a, a like a history. It does a how it's going it today kind of situation. A goose. I know. I know. <laughs> and oh, no. as you know, I currently live alone. Yeah. As my husband literally rafts down the Amazon uh, yeah. in a in a, a raft. With Actually, a, he's graduated yeah. from raft to cargo. He's now in a cargo ship. He's now Thank in a, goodness. a hammock in the bottom of you a know? cargo ship. But anyway, I live alone now. So, like, you can goose it I up. Get a goose. He if can't I say a fucking to. thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, where do where do we get them? He's gonna come home to goose. Because I don't know. Then, I'm gonna it needs figure to be like it out. A stone goose, and I don't know how it has to be to, concrete. I don't know how to get that to I the know. Great White North. I know. I'm gonna work on it. Okay. Yeah. Um, me and Jackie, we're gonna team up. All right. We're going to get some ish to you. Okay. So the one thing that I wanted to talk about, that there's two things, actually. One of them is that it's sort of become a generational phenomenon. And because of that, geese have traveled to different parts of the U.S. because like, they'll be like, mom, don't throw that away. I, it makes me think of granny. I'm going to put it on my porch. 
Uh-huh. And so now the younger generation is starting to <sighs> goose it up a tiny bit, okay? Mm-hmm. Goose it up. But Rebecca says that it's her favorite genre of journalism, taking silly things much too seriously. Mm-hmm. Yes. And yes. That ma- it's mine too. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, there's a picture of a goose dressed as prince in this thing. It's mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. However, what I really want to talk about is how this intersects with crime. Okay. Okay. And that is. According to a front page story in the Fremont, Ohio News Messenger titled, It's Lawn Goose Season Again, there was a rash of anti-goose crime that plagued the county from summer 1991 all the way to January 1992. A reader wrote to the paper suggesting that vandals who damaged or stole geese were starting a long overdue movement to rid our neighbors of tackiness. (laughs) While a local psychologist expressed concern that the goose snapper were making an antisocial statement. <laughs> okay, now there's another person who's like, yeah, it's basically a rite of passage. Wait, or... I want to say something. Please. A psychologist in the yes. 90s saying mm. that a group of youths are making an antisocial statement <laughs> is such lazy. a mood. Yeah, it's like lazy. that's such, yeah, but like also, like, that's so 90s. It is. That's so, like, it's a satanic cult. Like, oh, I those know. youths and their anarchy necklaces. Anarchiness. My God. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, I, that's a real vibe right there. Yeah. Yep. yep. So one of them is like, yeah, it was a rite of passage for high school boys to steal geese. And, she also said that it's um it's basically a puberty ritual <laughs> and that women are putting them on their porches in order for boys to enact this puberty ritual as that's if they're strange. like co-conspirators that's, that's not agreed. i don't she like that said, i know she hypothesizes that the older women who own the geese know maybe that the boys are going to steal them at some point it's like a puberty ritual. They're putting no. the goose forward to allow the boys to steal it so they can become men. <laughs> no, I don't I don't like I don't like that. That's I don't so like funny making to men me. out of boys in that way, luring yeah. them to your house with a weird goose. Like I don't, I don't like that. Mm-mm. Hey HBs, I started an Etsy store. Did you know? Right now, it's full of all the St. Vincent items you need because St. Vincent is thoughtful and cozy all year round. We've got a book sleeve to keep your books, planners, e-readers, or really anything else safe when you're on the go. The inside is fuzzy and they feel so incredibly lush in your hands. I went round and round with the manufacturers to make sure I had just the right thickness. Those feature art of St. Vincent and Evie during their carriage adventure that was painted by the amazing Mayara Faraz on one side, and then I created a St. Vincent would always wreath on the other side that has a bunch of little Easter egg items in it. There's a St. Vincent would always warm brick enamel pin. It's like, you know, if you know, you know. I designed a special edition marriage of convenience candle that is specific to Devil in Winter with the help of HB Jen at Post Pouring Company. It combines dark amber for St. Vincent and rosewood for Evie, and it smells so delicious. It's hard to even wrap my brain around. So if you want to treat yourself, or be the St. Vincent you want to see in the world by getting a care package for a friend, check out our Etsy store. 
The link is in the show notes. But finally, it's one more story, and it's a sweet one. Are you ready? Yes. This is, I'm quoting directly from the article, so I'll, I'll link it in the show notes because I can't remember who wrote it. But in July 1994, a goose napping made the front page of the Akron Beacon Journal. The concrete goose had gone missing from Francis Walters' yard 11 days earlier, but this time there was a twist. The kidnapper sent Walters a postcard from the goose, which they named Bill, featuring a picture of Bill in front of Mount Rushmore, wearing the bikini and sunglasses it had been wearing the night it was stolen. I want to Still having a great time. See you soon. All my love, Bill. The postcard read in part, The Beacon Journal covered Bill's journey the rest of the summer, and the editor-in-chief even wrote a column begging him to come home. (laughs) 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 Nearly three months after he was stolen, he was returned, and Mrs. Walters laughed through the reunion. According to an obituary for Walters, the paper ran after her death in 2000. (laughs) Whatever that psychologist concerns... This seems like a pro-social goosenapping if I ever heard one. <laughs> pro-social. <laughs> oh my god. What? I can get one of these things for next to nothing. What? And there's a company that does the outfits. <laughs> I'm doing it. I'm getting this now. I'm ordering it now. They it's ship coming to me. the concrete goose? Oh, Yes. Wow. The company is called Miles Kimball since 1935, supplying porch gooses. And then you can buy the base goose, and it's got it's got a little uh, uh, thought bubble that says, uh-huh. choose my outfit. And then there's the outfits, the Easter bunny outfit, the leprechaun, <laughs> the, the brown bunny, the, the patriotic Uncle Sam. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. The lawn gnome goose outfit, the love bug. Oh, no, a bumblebee. Oh, oh, no. Oh, no. Is there a rain slicker? I hear that's the most popular. Oh, I don't I don't a know. A goose and a rain a slicker sunflower. is so funny to me. There's a tomato. You can dress it as a cardinal or a referee for Oh, my football. God. Is it a goose or an Ann Gettys baby? I, there's a Frankenstein. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, I love it. Aaron? Oh, no. I'm going to spend hundreds of dollars. Listen to me. Listen to me right now. Look oh, me in my no. eyes. Look me in my eyes. <laughs> what? <laughs> You need to text me after we record telling me exactly how much shipping is, and I am going to split it with you because you will not do this alone. <laughs> there's a giraffe, there's a witch. Oh no, there's a pilgrim. No, I'm so excited. <laughs> Oh, uh, this is my heritage. Like this is I know. my culture. This like is a the lot whitest of people white think shit I've ever that heard. Millennial in my life. straight white women don't have a culture, and you're wrong because this wrong. is it. Sorry, honey, we do have a culture. <laughs> have you seen those like those like Midwest like starter packs that are like the Midwest doesn't have a culture, and uh-huh. then it's like sorry, honey, we do, and it's like a Karen haircut and like a pork tenderloin sandwich and a Casey's. <laughs> And he says, oh, I'm just going to oh, sneak on by you. Sorry, honey. We do have a culture. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so excited for oh this. Oh, my God. Okay. If anyone wants to join me on this journey, please let me know. Oh, my God. Please, like, Ooh. live tweet it, I think, baby. Uh, oh, but I'm serious about this. You will Liberty. tell me exactly how much it costs, and I'm splitting it's called it with you. Gaggleville Goose Get Ups Take a Gander. <laughs> Oh, my God. Okay. Mm -hmm. Sarah P. 
I think maybe the infamous Sarah P. I can't remember. Oh, mm-hmm. no. No, different Sarah P. She said, Thanksgiving thoughts from a former Colonial Williamsburg employee. Hmm. Are you interested in these tidbits? Yes. All right. Excellent. Unless it, here's what, mm-hmm. <laughs> No, I'm interested me. unless mm-hmm. it's like, you're wrong, Aaron. I hate <laughs> you. Is it that? No. Okay. Then Why I'm would I interested. read anything like that? <laughs> I don't know. I just hate it when it's just like, I hate you. No. I'm like, this is what I experienced when I went there. No. All right. Okay. Okay. So. I think she's addressing my confusion over, like, how you are a tourist slash how you, like, walk for free if you live there, you know? Oh, we ta- I, I'm confused about that, too. We talked about that. So, I know. So, it says, you can, in fact, just walk down the street without paying a thing. Tourists are directed one direction, but if you're a local or in the know, you can just walk Ooh. right down the street, which is public. In the know. In the know. HBs, you're about to be in the know. Because of this, when I lived in one of those historic houses for two years, I did, in fact, have to kick complete strangers off my porch and had more than one person try to follow me home. In fact, the day I moved in, a lady tried to get me to give her a tour. When that didn't work, she tried to buy my furniture. No joke. (laughs) I had a hidden parking lot behind my house and took great joy in driving down a street no one else was allowed to go on. That's a mood. Yeah, all right. absolutely it is. Uh, the costumes that were worn by the staff in the late 80s were awful. Not accurate, usually made out of polyester, and didn't fit great. Um, they've gotten better, but there's definitely a hierarchy, and lots of people get jealous of the actors who get better clothes. <laughs> mm-hmm. As an employee, I rarely ate in the taverns unless I had a free meal voucher. In those cases, my friends and I would split a bowl of punch which is some of the strongest stuff I've ever had. Really? And then proceed to loudly stumble down the street after hours talking about hot guys and books. <laughs> the food has gotten slightly better over the years. Slightly. <laughs> hmm. And she says she loved living there. Yeah. It's really fun. So you I can. Really, thank you for that insight. I really appreciate yeah. it. We yeah. also got another message from somebody else that's like, the bar you went to doesn't exist. Like, there's no, there's no place like that. And I was like, I, I was it there. Was, it was two things. It's like, I was there. I didn't make up that story. That's real. The, 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 like, dirty napkin man was real and he was an employee. And it was a bar that was open late at night. But then also, like... <laughs> This is a, this is an experience I had that I lived. <laughs> so like, it also kind of felt like you know when you are like in a historical place and you're like, oh yeah, I met that guy Sam, and then there's like a crusty like old prospector. There's like Sam hasn't been here for twenty five years. He's mm-hmm. been dead. You know, like that sort of thing. Like that doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. Like maybe it was ghosts. Like maybe it was a ghost tavern. Anyway, I didn't want to read that message because I'm like, it was real. I was there. It was real. I ate that cheesy soup and I drank that beer mead. (sighs) Anyway. Okay, this goose says that it's it's for indoor or protected outdoor use. What does that mean? I don't know. Can you slap some outdoor paint on it? Like, you know, a spray paint of that old... I don't know. It's plastic. I'm worried it's hollow plastic. Oh, no, you can't get a hollow plastic one. A lot of people It'll tried, and they end up having to weigh them down because they blow away. Yeah. That's It'll definitely gotta... blow away here. We get crazy winds. Mm. Yeah. 
That's why you got to get right. a concrete boy. I just need a concrete one. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to get a Gaggleville goose. Um, <laughs> what's it called? Wait, wait. Gaggleville goose get ups. Take a gander. <laughs> I'm not going to get one of those. <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay. So the final thing on my outline on my little list is just to tell them about our exciting revamp. Yes. Ah! Hello, We're redesigning some things. We're redesigning some things. Yeah. Listener, I hope that you embrace these changes that (laughs) we are going to make because it is the only way podcast can keep going. Yep. (laughs) I, over the summer, took a very, very demanding civilian job that is... The that is my dream job. That is, the, is the best, highest job I'm going to have ever in my career, probably. And it's important to me. Also, I cannot leave the army because they won't let me. So one <laughs> week in a month, two weeks a year, and pretty much everything in between, I'm still doing <laughs> army work. Yep. And my unit has moved to the Midwest, which means oh my, my hours on the one weekend a month slash sometimes two weekends a month I'm working are 3 a.m. to 1 p.m. So that really just throws off that week when I'm working Mm -hmm. like long hours at my other job and then doing 3 a.m. to 1 p.m. and then on Sundays then also doing 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. with you and then also reading a book book a week. It's It's just nearly impossible. And then also making Patreon episodes and then like and I just I can't I can't do it. I'm gonna die. I'm I'm gonna die and all my friends hate me because they're like why won't? Why don't you like us? Why won't you hang out with us? And I just don't. I can't. Something's got to give. I can't do it anymore. Yep. Yep. And we had a chat because I was like, I don't. I don't. I don't want to be a part of killing you. <laughs> that's no, not, that's not my dream. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> so we're gonna bring in Natalie. Some more bosoms. Yeah, we're going to bring in additional bosoms, the primary bosom of which will be Natalie, who you know from being our assistant and also, what did we call it when Natalie had a podcast within a podcast? What was it called? Meet a badass? Talk to a badass? Ask a badass. Ask Ask a a badass. badass. There we go. That's the one. Yeah. Yeah. You guys love Natalie. Yeah. And I think you're going to really like the dynamic between me and Natalie, who are real life friends, and Melody and Natalie, who are real life friends. And I think you're going to learn to love that dynamic just as much as you love our dynamics. So what we're yeah. going to do is we're kind of going to cycle through. So there's going to be like a me and Melody episode and then a Mel and Nat episode, then a Mel and me episode, you know, like we're going to kind of do that. And then we're going to bring in friends more often. So one thing that will help me free up my schedule is if I can record more with people in different time zones, because Mel right. and I are so far apart. Like if I could record on a weeknight, that helps me out a lot. Mm-hmm. So hopefully we're going to hear more Cole episodes. We're going to yeah. hear more Sarah episodes. You're going to bring on some more people as well. Yeah, I'm going to bring on people that I'm like real life friends with. Mm -hmm. And actually, a lot of them are also from Romancelandia because Romancelandia is the best. And I've been able to actually make really cool friends. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, we're going to. But so the thing is, and the thing we want to stress to everyone is that you're still getting two really good friends every episode. Yes. We're not bringing in like. Well, we'll always be bringing in every once in a while authors yeah. that you want to hear from. Like we're yeah. bringing in Sally Thornton very soon, you know, like that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But for our like core episodes, it's always going to be people who have fun, banter, good chemistry. Right. You know, 
the yeah. the stuff that the, we've we've heard you and we know the stuff you like and we're going to continue to give you the stuff you like and more often than not it's going to be me and melody right but we're also going to have these rotations too so i can get a little bit of a break maybe a couple weekends a month one weekend a month i'm not on the show <sighs> more more than, more that. than that yeah we need to do more than that for you but the other great thing is that this is actually going to really really help and improve our Patreon content. Right. Because Patreon will always be Aaron and I. Every once in a while, like, I like to do little Patreon shorts with other people Mm -hmm. who are usually friends or authors or whatever. But if it's, like, bonus content, it's always going to be Aaron and I. And we'll actually have time to record them. Like, a lot of times, you know, we start recording at 8 p.m., East Coast time. Mm-hmm. And so by the time we're done recording a regular episode, it's like, I don't know, 10, maybe a little bit earlier. Mm-hmm. And then it's six. So it's dinner time for Aaron. And like, we're trying to record a Patreon after and it's really hard. So mm-hmm. this will give us time to actually record cool and more Patreon content. Right. So yeah. You can always and that find Patreon Aaron and I content over there. is your your goddamn Nesta book, okay? <gasps> Guess what? And that Patreon content will be your stupid fucking Nesta book. Congratulations, <laughs> thank you. All well, right? but also you win, was... universe. I'm reading the Nesta book. Sorry, yes. I, I'm I'm not. I'm fine with it. What's well, no, happening? but I also think um I also think that one of the things that we can do. Like, not only that, but I've seen some opinions and some reports and, like, it's not only going to be whatever we're recapping at that time. Like, a lot of people were, a lot of people were like, I'm not watching Chloe, you know? Mm -hmm, And so mm -hmm. why would they want to continue being there? So we're also going to do, like, friendship shorts and random shit that's, Mm -hmm. like, you know, we used to do, like, take this Disney quiz together. And those ended up being really, really fun episodes. So it's going to be recaps, but it's also going to be just, like, Aaron and I being best friends in front of you. Yeah. (laughs) Which I think is what you guys, you know, like, we, over the years, we've noticed that's what you like, you know? So we're trying to do that. And that's what the survey said. And I think and you're we're also going now. to like me and Natalie being best friends in front of you. And yeah, you know, like I think I think you're. It's going to be more friendship, just different flavors. I think that's exactly right. Yeah, and when we get together, we'll be more rested, <sighs> yeah. and so our episodes will be better. Yes, because you won't be half dead. Yes, you know yeah. that's yeah. how we prefer it. Me personally. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So. Anyway, right, I'm well, really, really excited. Me too. And we have to get off of here so that we we can record our first Akka Smurf book. <sighs> Nesta. Flames. Listen, guys, I know I was like <laughs> the stupid fucking Nesta book, but I I am I do like it. I'm gonna like it. So here's, here's the problem: is I'm gonna like it. So that's why I she didn't want to read it. Listen, hot take. Listen, Sarah J. Moss, if you're listening, you're not. I don't know why you're you <laughs> why, are Holly, why you? you're a Hollywood woman now, but yeah. if if you are, I, I like your book. I always do. It's just right. My thing, I mean, I texted you earlier. I was like, Aaron, Sarah J. Moss got me again. I started I just meant to read one through five, and then I did look up and I was on chapter twenty. I just <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> she said it again <laughs> so i think i have to buy this this plastic goose and fill it with sand or something because that's a possibility because the concrete geese i'm not sure if the clothes will fit 
Well, not to mention that trying to get a 65-pound concrete goose from, like, Kentucky or whatever to Anchorage has to be no less than $1,000. <laughs> like, that shipping is Comma. nuts. Comma. <laughs> well spent. Spare no expense. <laughs> Especially because my BFF said she split it with me, so that's only 500 That's that true. Um, we would have to negotiate <laughs> oh, on shit. that front. Once we got to that point, I would have to um, order you a bag of sand from Lowe's. <laughs> that works. That works. And tell All you. right. Well, more to come. Maybe we'll do a Patreon goose goose watch. Goose watch oh update. If in a couple weeks, video you putting on that fucking goose outfit for the first time and put it on Patreon, I will fight you. All right. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye. Hey, you. Yes, listener, you. Are you loving the show? If so, please leave a rating and review in your podcast app. The 90 seconds you take to say something nice not only helps new people find the show, but it makes me super smile over at HBHQ. Also, I've had a few people ask, and the answer is yes. We are still doing the five-star bribe. If you leave us a review with five stars, then we'll do whatever book you want. We're real, real deep into the list, though, so it might be a while. Ah! Lilas! Okay, back to the show.